Today on Talk About That, I develop an unhealthy envy of someone's fridge and ponder worship lyric technology in the future. Meanwhile, John reaches his breaking point while doing a home repair project. Plus, a discussion on how getting older gives us a more generous and empathetic perspective on our parents. Today's episode is not sponsored by Amazon Alexa, who'd like to remind you this Christmas that they also see you when you're sleeping. It's go time. Johnny, it's a magical time of the year. Is it, though? Here at Talk About That, where we celebrate uh, the season, and we also point out the seedy underbelly of the season, which is seasonal allergies. Yeah, I've got a little John Tesh voice still happening. I got the... Hey, guys. Yeah, you're very... You're scratchy, gravelly. I had... This is why we didn't record last week, and yeah. it's taken me a full week to get over it. Uh, not COVID. No. I feel like you have to always say that. Yeah. But, um... I had a uh, terrible sinus infection and still have a little bit of a, <laughs> but I'm, I'll be fine. <laughs> well, we, we, we were trying and it just wasn't going to work out. And no. man, the reaction from the listeners was unbelievable. We had people standing outside the studio with oh, homemade signs. My goodness. No, no one cared. Yeah. No, I did have people ask me about it, but yeah, they're like, where's the episode? You're like, like we owe it to them. You know what, guys? Like we're not just content machines. The only people we're we definitely owe. not content machines. <laughs> <laughs> we're very discontent. One of my favorite jokes you ever told was, and I know I've said it, I've said it on past episodes, but I don't even care, Johnny. Yeah. It's worth retelling again, and that is that there is a fine line between yeah. a co-op and a, co-op a coop. And a coop, yeah. It's yeah, called. It's called a hyphen. <laughs> I just, it's just a. I don't know if it's a great joke. It's one of those jokes that, like, I f- you feel more clever for having written it and gotten it, but it doesn't be like, oh, that's. It doesn't elicit a ton of laughter. See, why does which that? Is what you want for jokes. <laughs> See, general. that's been my problem with comedy. It hasn't yeah. elicited a ton of laughter. What is what is the difference? Why would that joke land or not land as I well as the Latin joke, which is I don't speak Latin per se, just that word. Well, like, Latin doesn't land every time either as far as like with 100% of the crowd. But I will say like I think I retold it as uh, resigning and resigning and it got a bigger, bigger response. What was the punchline? There's a fine line between resigning and resigning. Oh, it's a hyphen. It's called a hyphen, yeah. But I think they're actually unhyphenated words, both of them. Are they really? Well, maybe this, this is a whole... Wait, if I resign... If you resign or you resign... Yeah, which is the exact opposite. It's like you could literally say, Coach, yeah. Coach resigned this morning, or Coach resigned. Coach resigned this morning. Yeah. I wonder how... Our, our language is jacked up, is what I guess I'm saying. It's a comment on the overall problems in the English language. And that's why I think people are resistant to it. <laughs> I think people don't want to know the truth. I'm a freedom fighter. Yeah. No, I'm not. Going out to take down the English language. Well, you know, it, Johnny, it speaks to the cornucopia melting pot that even our language is, not yeah. just our nation. That's true. Because so many things are playing into the yeah. language. There's right. all pieces of everything in here. Yeah. All yeah. the Romance languages all melded in, and then we got a little French, a little Italian. Yeah. Throw it in there. A lot of French. Nor- yeah. Norman French. Yeah. But yeah, you do have the... Yeah, I mean, again, you ever think about you? You pull into your garage, and you don't even think, you know, yeah. how did that? How did that get? And how did the garage come in? What was a garage in the Norman Conquest? Like, how did that word from 1066 make it all the way to here? Or was there one? Were I don't know, there guys, garages in, for the Normans? That's what I'm saying. When they came and conquered, perhaps every Norman, no, every con, well, they didn't call them conquistadors. It would have been a I don't know whatever the French word for that is. Maybe each one of them had like a <laughs> two horse garage. Norman conquistador. Uh, is a new WWE wrestler. He's, it's very it's exciting new character. <laughs> For some reason, I want to do his big speech in a British accent. That no, makes no sense. No. Although he would have... Well, again, now we're the, a melting pot. <laughs> uh, well, I don't do a lot of other accents. So I have an Irish, Scottish, Australian, okay. but, but they're word specific. Yeah. Like you, you could speak in any one of them, but I could only say, like in my Scottish, I would say... He comes down from the mountains and the hundreds and thousands. Like, so I can say thousands. Yeah, thousands. And then, but then yeah. from Australian, I would, uh, what's my Australian? I forgot the word that I would say. Um, <laughs> I use it so seldom. G'day. G'day. No, it's not good. No. Johnny, no. It's more, listen, I'm more refined than that. So. Energizer, oi. <laughs> remember, that, remember that guy? Jacko. Forsters. Australian yeah, that's right, no, I, I'm not great with accents, but I, you know who's the best that I've ever heard that doesn't do them enough in their show is Tim Hawkins. Like, 
His accents yeah. are so spot on. And I love when he does silly accents in his show, but he doesn't do it enough. He used to have this bit about how all the old Jesus movies, Jesus would have a British accent. Yeah. And then he would do this bit about how he would sound like John Lennon <laughs> as Jesus. <laughs> and it, it made me laugh. I don't think what's funny is you have jokes that you love as a comedian, and then you'll go to the comedian and go, why aren't you doing that at every show? And they go, yeah, it just doesn't land every time. And you just go, how in the world is that not landing? Because yeah. it would make every everybody I've ever told it to goes, are you kidding me? That's not in a show. But anyways, he would say, like, uh, he would go, uh, Thomas, put your hands in me sides. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would go, in me father's house so many mansions. If it weren't true, I would have told you. <laughs> That's the best. Oh, that's great. The musicality of the Lennon and McCartney accent is just, I would have told you. Like, it's so great. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Whatever happened to that Tim Hawkins? You know, he's doing He's out there. He's back out there uh, touring. uh, He was on sabbatical slash retirement, and he decided, you know what? No. I need to be around the people Mm. and pay some mortgages, probably. (laughs) No, who knows? What goes into these decisions? But we, you, did, uh, you did a show with him recently. I did uh, a string of shows with him in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah, that's right. Lovely people there. And uh, we got in just before it got cold there. Shout out to Wisconsin. Shout thanks. out to Wisconsin people. I think yeah. I'm coming back. I, there's a show that we're working on scheduling for Waukesha mm. uh, in February, which is yeah. exactly where you want to be oh, in February. man. Making your way on it's up to Milwaukee. Waukesha. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, hopefully that'll happen, and I'll uh, let you know if that comes through. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm headed to Grand Rapids in January. That's a lovely area. Yeah, I don't Home know. Home of uh, one Michael Jr., who's our friend friend of the show. I don't know he's from Grand Rapids. Yeah. Well, he, grew he lives there or grew up grew there? Up there. Or both? Yeah. Yeah, wow, so he lives where he grew up. No, no, he doesn't live there now. He lives in Dallas now. But he I, grew thought, up yeah, I thought he was a Texas guy. Yeah, he's a Texas guy now. Yeah. A lot of people do that. They just, you know, they Reggie, make their way. Reggie Dabbs just moved to Texas. Like Everybody's three weeks there. ago. John, are we next? I don't know. It's I a do big like, state. I like Dallas. Yeah. I don't want to drive in it, but I no. like it. But I then... Think, well, unless you have a helicopter, there's really no way around. Yeah. Like, I'm doing a show in North Georgia, in like this mountainous area of Georgia. Yeah. And I was texting my buddy Marty about it, and he goes, that's a helicopter show. <laughs> that's like one you wish you had a helicopter, because yeah. it's going to be all these weird switchback mountain roads to get to the thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It would be nice to just be like, you just come in, you just drop in, do your show and get out. Yeah. But one day, but John. If, Johnny, if you had a helicopter, yeah. you might be on a level that that particular venue couldn't afford you. you yeah, because I got to pay for gas in this helicopter. stupid helicopter. Right. So it's like, yeah. I you, had to turn down the show. You just lost the show with or your just, own. Or I just break even on every show. It's just a big show <laughs> just, off. Just to take care of the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. I know people who do that. They have a car payment. Yeah. And they don't really have a lot of money, but they have a car that looks like they have a lot of money. Yeah. But that to spend everything that they... That seems like a pretty American thing. Like, yeah. when you have a nice house and a nice car, people assume things about you, but you never know, like, what that person's real story is. They could be, like, completely over their head in, in debt. Well, it's funny. So I was watching, a, I mean, Johnny, a classic movie last night. Sadie and Laura were at um, a basketball game watching uh, her middle school play. And uh, my mom had surgery this week, and so I was at home, and I was waiting on... Uh, Shout out to Mama D. Yeah, she's doing really, she's recovering really well. recovering nicely. Well, and we have some uh, some um, caregivers around to help, and she's been telling us she's not going to need them. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, she said it. She she set out to prove us wrong. Yeah, and she did. I mean, like, so we she's had someone last telling, night, but she's a tough bird. I mean, she was up there, Rocky Balboa, in it in her upstairs suite up there, lifting like, like a bag of rocks doing on a pulley chin-ups system and stuff on yeah. her on her closet bar. I was like, Mom, give That's, it a break. Yeah. So, um, but she's got I, tattoos on her back. <laughs> I don't. I don't. She didn't have some, them before some surgery. From, some scripture from Revelations on there. You're like, whoa! This, this hernia surgery got intense. Behold, I come, and death cometh with me. I don't know what. It, that, I don't know if that's a. Uh, I don't think. That, are you sure you want to be a theologian? I think I just. I think I just combined the Bible and tombstone. And, and tombstone. That was why it hurt. You tell him I'm coming. And hell's, hell's coming, coming with me. me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
He's yeah. He's I think a, it was the Apostle Paul who said he said, "Run, you cur." It's a very it's yeah. a, you don't hear the word "cur" a lot. Yeah, that, but 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 anyway, this movie yeah. there was a movie on in the background. It's unloading the dishwasher and getting some medicine and stuff ready and just yeah. kind of checking some emails and stuff. And Johnny, it's a classic. It's Mean Girls, and okay. and, and it reminded me from what you just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bring all the girls to the gym. Yeah, and uh, Tim Meadows right. is the principal. Uh huh. And it's a very funny role because yeah. he doesn't get like stupid meta comedy. He stays right on the edge. It's written really, really yeah. well. He stays right on the edge of like, he's a believable. He's a believable. Yeah. But like they are all having a, there's like this huge girl fight in the hallway and he grabs his baseball bat uh-huh. and he walks out. Like you think, what's he going to do? But like, it, it, it's very, very funny. He hits the, the fire alarm and sets off the sprinklers with it and everything to get him on. They get him into the gym and Tina Fey's character is one of the teachers. She comes up and says, all right, everyone close your eyes. How many of you have ever had someone talk about you behind your back, you know, in a negative way? Mm-hmm. And they all raise their hand or had another girl talk about you behind your back. Right. They all raise their hand. Okay, everyone open your eyes. Great. Oh, you know, now close your eyes again. How many of you have ever talked about someone behind your back, behind their back in a negative way? And they all slowly raise their hand, open your eyes. Okay. And they all kind of laugh. They get it. Okay. We're all part of the problem. That's how I feel about this whole Assuming someone has a nice car and a nice house, meaning that they have money, yeah. just look at yourself. Right. Like, do you have extra money when you spend on more things? I mean, for the majority of us, like, I think we don't. Yeah. Maybe, Johnny, maybe you do. I, mean, I know you're, you're flying helicopters right. in North Georgia. <laughs> so, which I think was, wasn't that a Charlie Daniels song? It was. The helicopter. The devil North- took a helicopter to North Georgia. <laughs> he was looking for a show to kill. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's, yeah. yeah, we'll make it happen. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I agree. There's a thing of like, we just go, no, I do I need it? Well, I'm, it doesn't matter. I'm going to have it. <laughs> do I even need to get to the thought yet before you, yeah. Yeah, it's like, or you see somebody like, there's these fridges now that have you hit a button and it shows you what's in the fridge and it has Wi Fi and it'll send you like a grocery list to your phone. Like, that's a thing I didn't know existed, and now I've seen it in somebody's house, and you're just like, that'd be nice. I don't need a fridge. No. But now, do I need that fridge? <laughs> you know, you just go. The, the fact that it, the, the see-through door thing. Yeah. Again, Johnny, I'll put my foot down here. Okay. I just say, I can, I love the idea of sending me a grocery list when the milk's low. I, I can, that's cool. Right. But the idea that I couldn't be bothered to open the door. No, but I'm saying, let's, let's say you're at the store. This thing will take a snapshot of what's in your fridge from your phone now. So it's not just a matter of like... Okay, I'm getting one of those. You can just go, show me what's in the fridge. You sold me. Yeah, like now I know how many eggs we have or whatever. But just the one like where you, where it's just a see-through door from your kitchen. Yeah. Guys, just open the door. Well, it keeps you from letting the cold air out. Johnny, its whole job is to produce cold to, air. I remember when I used to open the door uh, at my house, you know, uh, to the outside, my mom would say like... Hey, I'm not heating the whole neighborhood. Remember that? Yeah. And I'll be like, not in that outfit. You're not. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's stupid. That's an old joke. <laughs> my favorite joke you do around that is, you know, my mom would say, uh, when, when God closes a door, he, he opens, opens a, a window. window and, and I was like, God's electric bill must be enormous. Again, you don't even do that one anymore. And when I came to, no, uh, no, I do. I tell that one some. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm back. I'm going. I'm telling some things now about like growing up with like an old school mom who had like, which my mom was not unfair, but she was tough love. You know, like we got spanked and we, you know, she was very like, because I'm the mother. Yeah. And you're the child. Like a lot of, a lot of the things were, why is this happening? Because I'm the mother. Like, I don't know if parents say that anymore. Oh, I absolutely do. You say it? No. (laughs) <laughs> You're like, rational parents say it. I'm the cool dad. <laughs> no. So we sometimes, that, that, is a, that is a tool we want to be used only in extreme measures. Okay, so it's the nuclear option. Yeah, it's like the, we don't have time for your mm-hmm. brain where you are yeah. in the situation we're in to necessarily fully grasp why. Right. So at this moment, you're just going to have to trust us and do what we said. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a better option than just because I said, like, I try to do a lot of because I said well, so. Well, yeah, if you're it, just going to make that your go-to, I get yeah, it. It'll get him. hey, you can put him into submission, but I'm not, I don't want a fully submitted child. I want a, I want a fully developed and, and well-adjusted adult. Oh, I want an emotionally like? developed adult. Man. 
that she I just goes, want to be one of those, much less raise one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not one. Why don't yet. you start at the beginning, there, parent? I keep, I keep, I keep, you know, thinking. Yeah, I'm going to get there myself at some point. But I, I would rather her like be able to cognitively rationalize why she should make good decisions, yeah. not just know that dad said this was a good decision. But yeah, so I, we try to do the why. I had a but. parent one time because you know I don't have kids, and I'm always been like. I get weird questions about it, and I have questions myself about it. But I just we just we just feel like it wasn't for us, and that's our whole thing. But I do. I did have a parent finally admit to me a few years ago that they didn't really enjoy their child in the way that they do now until they could rationalize with their child. Oh, it, it makes a big difference. They said in, until you can like re, they said reason until I could reason with my child. Yeah. They said I enjoy my child so much more now, and I never had a parent admit that to me because I always because I always think about that like the baby years when you're like yeah. why are you crying what do you want oh my god you're know, like you're just freaking out. And there's years of that. Yeah. And but I never had a parent go, Oh yeah, it's hell. Like they just go, No, it's the best. And yeah. so finally to have a parent go, Oh, now that I can just be like, No, you can't and here's why and they go, Okay, like that's the best. Yeah. And they admitted it. And so I was like, Okay, well that makes me feel like parenthood, there's something to it. I don't think it has to be hate or love in yeah. terms of the season. You know, Laura teaches me well because I'm very nostalgic. Yeah. Um I mean, I wrote a book about Sadie's first year right, right, series right. of blogs. I took so many pictures. I, you well, know, everybody romanticizes that period, yeah. too. Even the terrible twos, you're going to look back and be like, but they were so small. I could hold them, and I could – now they're just – you know. When is, your kid's ignoring you in the mall at 14, it's easy to be like, I taught you how to eat. Yeah. Like, it was the best. Like, it's, it is. You romanticize that time. It's a lot more – it's a lot more physical work, probably, yeah. although driving to volleyball practice is quite a, quite – the, yeah. There's a lot of physical work here, but it's different. I'm not and worried. And Sadie has volleyball practice too. Hi, like you know, Sadie, if she's she has her bathroom in the other end of the house that she gets her like I, the, the parents of littles around me who right now are just hoping their kid doesn't choke on a grape. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I remember those things. I had to I cut grapes because <laughs> you don't want it to get stuck in your throat. I, you know, I mean, you're thinking about every poop. Like it's really important right. that your kid poops, and so and you, that's where it's headed too. At old age, you start <laughs> thinking about every poop too. You do, and so you're you have this like um, you start with this. Oh my gosh, I'm keeping up with every single thing. I'm checking yeah. on her in the middle of the night. Yeah. I'm listening for breaths. I'm doing. Uh, all these maybe things. it's that sense of because I was thinking about that yesterday. Because you know, Curry and I are now well, Curry more than me, but we're doing respite care for her client who is a special needs. She's disabled, yeah. and so. There's an urgency to being, and I was thinking about special needs parents. There's such an urgency to everything, and I think there's a, a level of purpose that it gives you in that. If I don't do it, it won't get done. Yeah, and I think that that's part of what the parenthood and things brings. Like, look, if I don't raise this kid, it won't get raised. If I don't change her, she won't be changed. If I don't yeah. get her up and go to school, she won't learn yeah. today. And so it gives you that inertia. So that when that kid grows up and now doesn't need you anymore, that the loss is so immense, right? Right. Because you're like, I, it's like I made a joke one time about how like when you get an older family member a piece of tech, you're going to become the support for that tech. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to be Dell support for the new computer that you thought yep. was so cool. So get ready. And it was very like, I was just being snarky, but I didn't mean it to come off as cynical. But I had a couple people write me and go like, they taught you how to stand. Like the least you can do is teach them how to send an email. Like it was very like defensive. Yeah. And I kind of thought, you know what? They're right. Like, you know, like a parent who teaches you how to use a spoon and then you get mad at them later because they can't take a picture with their phone. You're like, come on, mom, give it to me. And they're like, dude, you would be, you would yeah. not know how to like tie your shoes without me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it is crazy. I, you know, we're again, and, and mom's doing great and, and lives with us and takes care of herself and those things. And right now we're helping with, you know, food yeah. and other stuff. But it is one of those weird, like, I can't ever, I think of this all the time. There's no way, and I am a parent, so I know this, like, we can't remember. Uh -huh. She can't, neither can I, all the things that she did for me. Like, it's, like, it can't be quantified. Right. It was it was twenty four hours a day in some form or fashion for for and even if mentally and that's a thing like you don't ever disengage yeah. that side. Do you ever tell her you owe me everything? Do don't I tell you? her? Yeah, you tell Sadie like oh you owe me everything. <laughs> 
what I, I was tell, on 24 hours a day. What I tell Sadie is <laughs> she'll say something and I'll go, I don't know when you're going to figure out that your parents are way cooler than everybody else around you. Like, you know, it's kind of a little joke we have. Like, you, yeah. you'll tell me this thing. Like, There's you nothing know, cooler than trying to explain how cool you are to well, somebody. Well, that's the point. Like, the she can't believe it. But I'll go, like, you know that that whole teenage thing that you're dealing with, yeah. I spent 15 years dealing with professionally with mm-hmm. kids, with thousands of kids. Like, yeah, but there wasn't TikTok then. This doesn't – well, but this it's is, the same emotions. The kids today are eminently cooler, John. Well, just ask I suppose. Any, just ask them. I They're suppose. way cooler. And I wasn't cool to those kids either necessarily. But yeah, the, no. I mean, cooler is the, the way I put it in her words. But, like – like, but the flip side is not stealing her thunder. She wants to tell me that story yeah. as if I have no idea that those things exist. And Laura and I, you know, you just there's a of course she gets to experience this, yeah. and you go, we experienced that thing she's experiencing yeah. through a lot of other kids a thousand times. And so there's that. So you don't be like, we well, you know everything. I, that's a joke with her. When well, you can't young. know in the moment. Like that's how appreciation works. I guess it's like. There's no way to go like, oh, I, I mean, I think you can avoid some of those pitfalls in childhood by being like, oh, I guess like you have those moments. Like I've talked about my moment with my parents where my mom admitted she was wrong. Yeah. I think I talked about that a few the episodes universe ago. universe imploded a little bit. I was like, whoa. But it also kind of like it was a I grew up like two years in that moment mm-hmm. as far as my perspective on my mom. And I think you have those moments, but they're very few and far between. You have to experience it. For yourself, you have to go like now that my mom is gone and she's been gone for almost 20 years, 15, almost 20 years. And so now I think I never asked my mom that. Yeah. I mean, that happens to me twice a week. I'll go. I never like I never my mom was around during like we're thinking about the racial moment that our country is having the past two years. And my mom was in high school in Clinton, Tennessee, when they desegregated. Yeah. And it was a big story. You want to know her experience. I, I, I'm know. desperate yeah. to know her experience. Yeah. And, uh, but I never sat down and asked her about it. You would have known to ask at, right. the, at the time that, that and was, now yeah. she's gone and I can't, and I'll never know like, what yeah. was it like to be a high schooler in a lily white high school that now is bussing kids in from across the state? And what, how did you feel? And what do you feel now? And do you look back and have regret about how you felt then? Or like, I, I would love to have that conversation and you just, it's, it's gone. But there are things where I go, I think I treat my parents with their memories with a lot more grace. Even my father, who was very estranged from our family, I treat him with more grace because I realize as a man, my own flaws, I'm like, oh, well, he probably just didn't have the tools yeah. to care for me the way he should have. Oh, he had I, his own trauma he was dealing with, et cetera. And, and y- y- of course, you were close to my dad as well. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, my dad, my relationship with my dad is different than yours with your dad in, in that respect. But I will say the parts of dad that I have tension with in childhood, I absolutely see through the lens you just referenced of the 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 context is, is different. It doesn't mean I think, oh, I have all the tools. It doesn't mean that either. Yeah. But it does mean like the tools around me are more accepted and acceptable and accessible. All of all three. Like. It's, it's, you know, my dad, the fact that he grasped and found or even made in some cases as many tools as he did to address things is impressive to me now yeah. because they're, 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 you know, they come to my inbox every day. Like this is the culture now yeah. of, you know, uh, you know, studying whether it be, you know, emotional development or parts of your personality, understanding mm-hmm. the people around you and understanding how they're uniquely made, but there's ways you can study that uniqueness. And, you know, he didn't have any of that. And certainly you, you put that in my mom and I talk about all the time. You put that into the, into the church world that we grew up in. You know, <laughs> my dad basically started a Boy Scout troop at our church and took kids with no money all over the country on trips yeah. and, and, bo- and the girls would go th- with the youth group and stuff as well with my mom. And like, they would tell me these stories and, and when mom retells it, it's always, we didn't know as much as you guys did. Cause they see that I would have had an online form for you to fill out and oh, right. deadlines and turn ins. And I would have yeah. had this many leaders and I would have had all uh-huh. these background checks. So much and, liability would be implied. Yeah. yeah. And I would have had a plan when we got there and mm-hmm. we would have known this and that and this and that we would have ridden on this bus and this, and, and they would load them up probably, 
I mean, in a church van. I mean, I remember in a, as a kid riding in the back of pickup trucks on the interstate oh, yeah. every day. Uh-huh. Like on the way to work, we'd ride in the back of pickup truck. You might even put a lawn chair back there and sit uh-huh. in it. You know, and it had a topper or whatever, but you know, you, <laughs> you still, it was just a different time. I mean, through metropolitan Nashville, like we're not yeah. talking just back roads. And, you know, there's this sense of, I don't want the, the generation that had, you know, that came before us to feel any sort of like shame over the fact that, hey, that, that you it know, is what it, it is. Yeah. laws weren't, you know, I mean, y'all weren't doing anything that wasn't normal for your time. Well, how many things are we doing we think are normal that like 20 years from now people are going to be like, can you believe? Right. Can you believe they had wheels on their cars? Yeah. Or whatever. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I always think about like worship, like when we're in church, like I always think it's going to be that because like we went, we've been, we've seen a generation of hymnals mm-hmm. and then transparencies, which yeah. was like you had like the sheet with the marker. And you put it on this thing, and it projected it onto the wall, and then somebody would come change it, and I'd be like, "Is that the hand of God?" Like you'd see the big hand. Remember this? They'd flip the sheet, and you'd be like, "Is that God's hand?" But anyway, then it was like projectors yeah. with a computer program projecting the words on the wall, yeah. and that was a big thing. And you imagine like every stage of this, people are like, "Here we go, slippery slope of worldliness." Yeah. And I think now you're putting g- TVs in church. Right now it's right. TVs, and then in our generation. Coming up is going to be like, you guys put words on the wall. We just put a chip in our head <laughs> and whatever. When we walk in, a Bluetooth signal goes to our head and we know the words. We see it in our brain. Guys, I'm going to teach you guys a new song. I'm going to load it up right now into your <laughs> frontal <laughs> cortex. <laughs> Everybody make sure you've updated your uh, consciousness 3.5. This song is called we're... Lord of the Frontal Cortex. You're going to love it. <laughs> what rise of frontal cortex? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's funny. No, and I, but I'll tell her, like, Mom, you know, they would load up kids, and they would head to D.C. with no plan. They'd yeah. camp out somewhere. Right. And parents would be like, oh, great, a day. Yeah. Like, I trust this person. She'd be like, we come I home, trust and this we had some parents that know their kids are gone. Yeah. That did happen to me once in my early youth ministry. We really? Took, we, yeah, and you know who, but we took a kid on a trip for, like, three days, and we got home. <laughs> he called and said, my, my parents didn't know I was gone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and so, yeah. Um, but I think they just thought he was at somebody's house or something. He was yeah. gone, but they didn't know like he was, was out of town. It. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Jeez, I, they, they, I think one of them signed a permission slip. Like we wouldn't, you know, yeah. it still happen. But maybe he forged that signature. Who looking knows? back, but um, well, yeah, it's like that. There's an interesting thing I think about that. Like when you like older generations, and I know we had it was more complicated than this, but people feel less complicated. Like we did not expect. We expected men to be just like, oh, he was either like. A simple kind of guy. He's a hardworking blue collar guy, or he's a white collar guy, and he does this, and he's good. He's good with numbers, so he did this. Like we didn't. Ha- now it'd be like you know, like the old uh, uh, Skinner song, Sim- "Be a simple kind of man." Like yeah. now it'd be like he's a six wing seven. Like it would be like <laughs> we have so many more categories for yeah. people now, and we know why people are complicated. Like yeah. oh, well, because he had trauma, and is like that wasn't even a thought for your dad's generation. It was right. just like, well, he's just quiet. Or he's really loud. Yeah. Uh, man, he loves his family. Like, it wasn't like, well, here's the, the machinations of why his personality, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. you, now we want to know all that stuff. And we're, you're, Sadie's going to grow up really wanting to know all that. And, and, and it's weird because I do see, I do see to your point, you can drown in that stuff. Yeah. And you can try to find reason behind everything. And so, like, it has to be a tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and not an idol. I mean, I hate to use religious terms, but that's the the best I can find. Like, if you think it's going to solve the problem, you'll be sorely disappointed, and but you'll drown in it. It's just more information. Just right. stacks of papers on your desk yeah. that you never got to, basically, is all it'll be. Yeah, you can't, yeah. like, and, and I have a, you know, for example, I was telling my therapist, about dads, I was telling my therapist friend this week, I mean, I had a, I had a, I, I found another trigger in, um, <laughs> I know this. My wife knows this. She's like, uh, of course. You know. That's what I use yeah. to defeat you. <laughs> <laughs> I found the trigger. She doesn't use this one because it, it doesn't benefit her either. But And there are some home repairs. Mm-hmm. And you, I've said on here, like, I hate plumbing. Right. Like, I have I have moments in my life. I remember being early when we were newly married. I remember one day I spent all day, I think I installed a new toilet or mm-hmm. I took all the innards out of the toilet tank and, and switched it all out. And there was a leak to the supply line yeah. coming out of the wall. Uh-huh. I spent the whole day trying to fix that leak. 
like I wrapped it in the in the plumber's tape. I mean, I you know, and I worked with tools and fixing equipment and stuff my whole life. Like I'm not I'm not a, that's the hard part. I'm not a novice to tools and to fixing things like on lawnmowers and things like that. So this should be easy. Yeah. Oh, it's Johnny. It's it's one washer, one uh-huh. you know, nut. It needs to be you know tightened, and I can't get rid of it. And I see, and I do it and turn off. Of course, every time you got to drain the water, do this, that, and get back, fix it. So you think you fix it, turn the water, wait for the tank to fill back up. Just a tiny, you see boop. one tiny yeah. drip, and you're like, and you it, see the drop forming. You're like, Ugh. yeah, and it just drives. Yeah, you know, and and. That was one of the first times I realized I actually ended up going to the store and I just bought a new supply line for like a dollar. Right. And, and it that fixed was the it. issue. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a faulty supply line, but I had spent 12 hours Where on it. Where are you getting a supply line for a dollar? I don't know. Back, Good I don't grief. Know, $2? What's this, Mayberry? Heck, if it was $50, it was worth not the day. You know? <laughs> I went into town to the feed store. <laughs> Otis came I out and I got a said, barrel of supply lines for $12. <laughs> Good grief. We go back and ask uh, And you had a coupon Floyd or something. if he's got one of those. Anyway. No, but I see what you mean. Yeah. And so, you know, there are certain, like, but but now plumbing, I just have a history Sometimes, John, we we spend, <laughs> we put elbow grease into something that we just need the right tool for. Oh, my goodness. We don't have the right tool. We think we can outwork it. Or we need real grease. Wait. We're trying to torque it, and we need to go <laughs> get it. Outwork it. Work it. Work it. Uh, Okay. You need less torque and more work. Work. Anyway. Work. So um, this time there yeah. is a toilet paper dispenser in our bathroom that yeah. has been hanging out of the wall. Yeah. Like I can see it hanging. It's one of those single. Yeah. It's not like two sides left and right. Is this like the thing a where single. you put a hole in your wall? No, that's the other bathroom. <laughs> Already fixed. <laughs> Yeah, you're clearly handy. You're like, I'm so handy. I didn't say I'm handy. I'm saying I'm not. It's not a foreign concept. That's why it frustrates me is I should be able to do this. That's where this all goes. My favorite part is that this is plumbing to you, even though it's a toilet. No, no, no. It's not plumbing. It's not. But I'm just saying plumbing. It's got toilet in the name. Plumbing and doors. (laughs) Plumbing and doors are my two big things. Like trying to get a door. Well, you don't need those things in your house, though. So that's those yeah, aren't, those aren't very integral. That's, just, that's something I'd rather pay somebody who walks in and goes, "Yep, it's what, we're gonna shimmy this up." If you need me to shimmy something, no. Then I, if you need I think me, it's just shim. Shimmy is like to move. Shim is to both, Johnny. If you need me to shim something, <laughs> like, let me shimmy on over here and <laughs> shim this. <laughs> By the way, speaking of plumbing and doors, your parents were the to tear the door off and leave the door off family and we i remember saying i stayed at your house and it was not a just open door policy <laughs> i remember you said i said john there's no like they had the master bedroom and i went in there i said can i use the bathroom and they go you go yeah yeah and you didn't even warn me and i go in and there was nobody in the bedroom <laughs> but i just noticed that like there's no door and it could have been yeah, there yeah, was, yeah it was a little room with no door right and i said and you go yeah i think something happened with that door and they f- took it off and they just never put it back on. And I go, man, that's a level of, like, openness. Well, I mean, it's a bathroom with a toilet. Yeah, I guess you just... But it's I like my wife and I have that, like, we don't no. use the bathroom in front of each other. Yeah. And so just that there's such a funny, like, window into, like, oh, wow, there are those people. They just, uh, alrighty <laughs> then. <laughs> but, I mean, I know there's tons of couples that way. It's just, like... It was just so funny to me, like well, the, still the open door policy. It was still in the corner where you couldn't, like... You're not just staring directly into the bathroom. Yeah. Like, it was out of sight. But you could walk over there. You could walk over there and be like, what you oh. got going on over here? <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> um, well, any, no, this is not plumbing, but no. this is so funny. This is, this is very vulnerable. So you okay, have to, because no, I had please. a moment. I had a moment. So I'm, um, I, maybe I shouldn't share There's it. no way I would make fun of you in your vulnerability. No, no, no. I don't mind stuff. you making fun of me. Oh, I'm okay. I'm, 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 it's surprisingly. Yeah. So, like, it's got two little holes and... I'm thinking, okay, Laura's already pulled it out. She threw it away. It's like, now I can fix this. Right. So, but the drywall, okay. What I'm going to do is, is I'm going to go get some toggle bolts. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to toggle this thing down uh-huh. on the inside of the drywall. So, but of course, I don't want to go to Lowe's. So I go find the toggle bolts I'll have, and they're pretty big. So I'm just going to use big now toggle bolts. you got to put a jam, huge hole now to get I have bolt to, through. Yeah, right. I have to, so I make the holes bigger, uh-huh. drill bigger holes, thinking, man, if this doesn't work, I just ruined this wall right. kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I get it in there, and they cinch up. I got the little thing on, and I go to – so it's the bracket, and I go to put the toilet paper holder on the bracket, mm-hmm. and that's where this doesn't work. It has a tiny set screw in the bottom. Yeah. And so I have this tiny little Allen wrench. I got a headlamp on. I'm uh-huh. like up against – my head against a wall because I can only do like a quarter turn for it. The Allen wrench hits the wall at uh-huh. a time. 
and you can't even tell if you're it's so small you can barely tell if you're right. even in it. Those are awful. So you have to screw one little quarter turn at a time for about you know whatever it feels like an hour, but you're probably you know a couple minutes until you and and it, I can tell it's passing through. It's not catching. Uh, now I have to about five times of that. I do this and you punch a hole right in the wall. And I go it, the, the level of frustration. Yeah. For this small thing, should be a twenty-minute little, you know, thing, is is so much larger than I feel like it should be. Mm-hmm. And I said these words. Uh oh. Oh gosh, I can't believe I'm saying this on the air. Mother. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was talking to Jesus. Okay. I get frustrated. I was like, I'm just a little boy. Oh my god. Is what I said. Like. Why can't you let this work? You see, I'm just a little boy. I kind of know how this works, but I obviously can't do the simplest wow. of tasks. Wow. Why? And like, it was she a, reverted back to childhood. Yeah, it was like a... In your frustration. So I was telling my therapist about this, like, I was like, that's the thing, a, a real man... And you, you look over your therapist is making notes, like he's... <laughs> Smoke is coming off of his pencil like, oh, boy, this guy. He's, he, I don't normally write prescriptions, but. No, no, he's. <laughs> I'm not even allowed to, but you need to see someone. No, he's texting his literary agent like, we got a we book. Got, we got a book right <laughs> this, here. This guy. this guy reverted to childhood putting on a toilet paper holder. But the deal is, and I told him, I said, I remember my dad always had the right tool. Yeah. And dad's gone. Yeah. So there's this, I think that's where it gets like, there's like a, a lostness. There's a sense of, yeah. and I, I remember, and this is gets even deeper, on, even on dad's deathbed, one of the nights I was in there with him and I was kind of just curled up with him and talking and in the dark. And I remember saying to him, dad, what am I going to do when I can't fix something? Because dad always, right. you know, dad wasn't always great at it. But it's like it didn't bother him to spend five hours trying to fix that set screw. You know, like he just, he, yeah. he would just do it till it was done. And I'm like, no, I mean, I got other stuff I want to do. I don't want to be consumed with this, and this should be easier than it is. And I remember him just saying, well, son, you're going to be fine. You'll figure it out, you know. But there was that sense of no one's coming to help. That was really the whole, that's the big, no one's coming. <laughs> like, like and, and, and a real, you know, I don't know, I don't mean like a real man, but like a, a functional adult this should, this is not hard. And so the next time, by the way, I took the bracket out and figured out I need to put two, I put two washers behind and right. then toggled it into the wall. It brought the bracket out Did it enough. bring you back to, you're like, I'm a man. No. Like, did you come back? Well, then I felt bad that I'd yelled at Jesus. Oh, right. Like I had this whole, like, I, did, I was like, why can't you just make this work? You know, like it's a, it's a, right. it's so it's crazy. And then the next time. Jesus if, was like, try a washer, pal. Right. <laughs> and then suddenly I thought of the right thing, fixed yeah. it in the next five minutes, but it's like. So he did, but I don't give him any credit for it. It's like, well, this was more trouble than it should have been. So now I'm introspective about all the ways that I'm complaining and expect things. But I think it does, Johnny. One thing we learned: we don't condemn our inner parts. So it's it's okay oh, to go. Okay. Hey, I'm going to have to give grace to that and say I'm sorry if I yelled at Jesus. But that probably taught me a lot about what I struggle with, okay. and the triggers teach me like, hey, what I struggle with is this is all to me. No one's coming to help me. Yeah, the people I have had who helped me are are either gone or can't be depended on, which is not true. Right, and that's how it feels, and that the simplest of things I'm not capable of. And the simple things revealed to me more than the hard things. Give me a dang book project everyone else is intimidated by. Right, I, I can immerse myself in that, and I expect it to be hard. But when it's simple and it becomes hard, I lose my mind because mm-hmm. my expectations were oh. Well, if Johnny was here, he just or you know, anybody. I just assume all the rest of you would have spent five minutes instead of twenty five minutes trying to fix the set screw. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I don't. Um, I would just set the toilet paper on the sink. <laughs> yeah, just leave the hole in the wall. Yeah, I'd just be like, this is, see, above all, this is to I, me. I've retired this. This I was me trying to avoid drywall repair. Above all, because yeah, that's, that's not true. Oh, that's, yeah, that's the that's third that, thing I don't no want good. to do. Get into spackling. You know, electrical, I'm pretty good at. I'm okay with electrical. Isn't that weird? Electrical's interesting because it's one of those things like, if it works, you probably did it right. Yeah. You know? I think that's why I like it. It's like math. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's only a hey, certain Hey, the number- light came on. I guess my house isn't going to burn down. Yay. <laughs> Remember, did I call you that day I was installing that If the light huge- comes on and then goes out right away, it's like, uh-oh. Oh, mm. <laughs> You're listening for booms in the other end of the house, right? Yeah, I installed this. I installed new light fixtures in every room in the house, but one now. Yeah, and I put one in Laura's office. It's like this big. It looks like a. It's got like, it's a light tree hanging upside down. Basically, it's got like I don't know, twenty five little tiny bulbs in it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it, and I remember like 
the the wiring configuration inside that light was different than the one in the ceiling. Right. It was like, oh, this has one too many blues or something like a blue. Huh? I don't know what it was. And I was calling Andrew. I think I called you that day. I was oh like, yeah. Um, it had like red. Some of them yeah. have red. You're so like, this has like okay. three reds instead of two. What do I? And Andrew was just like, you know what? Just wire Twist it all together. Yeah. yeah. And if it comes on, it's probably fine. <laughs> So that's what it did, and it works. <laughs> anyway, we sold that house. I heard it burned down. <laughs> it's in my wife's office. It's fine. I had a breaker like that with an old, like I have an old breaker box in a house that we did sell in 2017. And like right before we sold the house, the breaker that runs the dryer stopped working. And I figured out it was the breaker. I thought it was the plug or something. And then I was like, oh, it's the breaker. And then... I started calling around to find a, a breaker for that box, and they go, they don't even make that box anymore. It's a huge, like, fire hazard. They, uh. they discontinued those boxes. I was like, well, how much is it to replace this box? Oh, it'll be thousands of dollars. So I was like, now I'm like, what do I do? So I literally went on Amazon and, and just typed in the thing, and there's some Chinese company that reverse engineers these breakers. So and you bought the unsafe breaker bought, on purpose. I bought not even not just the unsafe breaker. I bought a like hacked version of it. Right. Not even the original. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, pop, dryer comes on. I'm like, all right. Hey. Hey, uh, uh, let's sell this house. I <laughs> <laughs> go check my insurance coverage. Yeah, but they're doing good. The house is doing still standing. Oh, doing I'm great. sure. The it's guy's fine. loving it. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to kick the ball down the field. You're like, let him replace the breaker box for thousands of dollars. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, man. That just doesn't feel like my responsibility. No, I agree. There is a, although I am the guy, if I sell a car, like we have a mutual friend, if I sell an old car, he'll sell it for me. Yeah. He's a mechanic because he's like, you don't need to be talking to customers. Right. Because like. You, you go off, write your books, fancy life. Right. You will try to tell them oh, everything right. that oh, could no, be I'll, wrong yeah, with the car. I do that. Yeah. Because out of my conscience, I'll be like, well, look, you know. It's been burning oil. So. <laughs> well, I mean, he's like, look. It, you it, need to keep a quart of oil with you in the car. And I'm like, well, I don't <laughs> want to cheat them into, you know. He's yeah. like, no, you're not cheating them. Let yeah. them drive it. Spend all the time what they want. Take let it to their me, mechanic. Let, let me let, cheat them. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> this, you're only indirectly involved it's, in It's an as-is sale, and you cannot disclose everything that might be because you don't even know. So here's the deal. Like, yeah. just. Let them inspect the car and, and let them fix it if they need to. That's right. why they're selling it. That's why you're selling a car for cheap. So I was like, yeah. oh. And I still feel bad about it. But Yeah, it's a weird thing. Buying a used car is a thing. Like you just, yeah, you don't know. You're always kind of getting into some stuff. Well, we're, you just got a car for Curry and mm-hmm. we're in, we're a little bit, I wouldn't say we're in the market yet. Mm-hmm. But it's a great time to buy a car. Well, that's the thing. You can't hardly find <laughs> it's one. It's the worst. We have buying a, a car and buying a house right now. Uh, God love you if you're out there doing that because it was not fun. Ooh. It's not a fun experience. It's like one of those things. Like, you can. Did I tell you this on the thing? Like you can go to the sticker. Like you know, some of these websites go see the original window sticker. Yeah, and you can go to the window sticker of the used car you're looking at and see that coming off the line, brand new. It's no it more. was less. Yeah. It cost less for the new car than the one that you're buying with 28,000 miles on it or whatever. So I just like, can't, I can't stomach it. I like can't no, it. Like knowing that information hurts you in the brain. Like, like, oh, no. Well, but I had my wife in a 2004. Yeah. Johnny, that's, that's, that's been a while. It's been a while. That, that's 18 years old. Been a while. Sorry. <laughs> and it, but now it's a yeah. Yukon Denali. So there's super comfortable. It looks great, actually. You know, I yeah. had it painted when I bought it. And it, it it's a really sharp looking car, but it, it has things that happen to it that happened to 2004s. You fancy people. With your, it's not oh, that. It we've, doesn't. We've never been the car. The fancy people. I can't get it to. What? Come on, man. I don't. Wasn't part of it like the seat heater? No. Wasn't there a heat seat heater in this? No, I had that. I fixed that when I first. Yeah, I bought it. I, well, I yeah, didn't you buy can't it. Have I, I got this car. Non heated. Well, what am I? if I was going to put her what in do it. I look like. <laughs> it has heated seats. I want them to work. I'm kidding around. Do uh, your I have heated seats. It's fine. Well, I mean, but now it's like there's a there's a suspension issue that I've known about since I bought it that causes the front right tire to wear at about a 200% faster wear than all the other tires. Oh, yeah. And you can't tell it in the ride, but like I put a new tire on it like last mm-hmm. year it already needs a new tire you just keep, a new, you just keep, you just keep putting one you. new tire and they rotate which is a bad way you know you don't want to do that it's got a little <laughs> wobble with the i can it just does things yeah and and they it's start time. they start it's to time. bug it's you 17 more year more. old yeah it's 17 year old car but now i can't i i, I can't right now but you got to do it 
No. No? I don't. I mean, it's Because you're going to start spending money on this car to keep it going. That's the problem. I'm going to have to spend money. Yeah. It's diminishing returns or whatever. That's there's the line, Johnny. But still, the money I may spend any given time may only be what a month or two of car payments. But if it's you know, a, so. now, it's a comfort safety. Well, Making a safety it, issue, you can convince yourself to do anything. That well, is look, true. This car at this point is unsafe. Well, now, for uh, me to send my wife, who I love, uh, out in this car, she true. needs a new she Infinity needs. SUV. It does top of the line. I, th- I had all the airbags, you know, checked, replaced, yeah. all those things. I know those work, but. Um, the big issue is the volleyball travel is coming up a lot yeah. next year. We have way more travel tournaments than usual that are like out of town, not just Franklin. You know, like we're going to St. Charles, Missouri for one of them. Sheesh. So that's that's, but it works. And I mean, again, those engines and those things run forever. I mean, until the, they don't, John, and then you're on the side uh, of the road with a volleyball. It'll be a story for the podcast if that happens. Yeah. It'll be. Me and Sadie passing volleyball on the side of the road waiting for a tow truck. Well, maybe there's a deal out there. You know, you can find a deal. Maybe there's a listener with a car dealership who uh, wants to be a sponsor and offer me a great deal. Oh, we could do a great car. In fact, I've already done sets of car commercials Johnny for... Johnny is a professional car ad I do it. writer. I know what I'm doing. And I've helped record them. You did. I'm a, I'm a car ad producer. Guys. So, you know, if you're out there and you're looking to unload a brand new... What do you want? Put it uh, out there and put it in the universe. Well, I actually like a five-year-old or six-year-old five year six. Infinity QX80. That'd be kind of nice. Whoa. You yeah, really do want an Infinity. Okay. Or Prosperity a te- Gospel Church. Or, I had no idea I was or, going to uh, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind a Kia <laughs> Telluride or a Hyundai oh, yeah. Palisade. So those are kind of the three things. Wow. For what our, you know, I mean, Johnny, our family's huge. That's what I was going to say. This feels like I could justify it if you're like, well, we got the four kids, but you have one kid. But my you wife, you can get a Kia Soul. My wife would be fine. You've not seen what we travel with. The, the oh, there's volleyballs. There's, oh my goodness, uh, there's the volleyballs. <laughs> I mean, occasionally we take a friend on vacation. Johnny, it's a whole thing. Yeah, you're right. You need eight rows of seating. <laughs> I don't know. My my wife's car Those is. Those Tellurides are nice, though. They are nice. Yeah. They're not giving them away, though. No. Unle- well, unless there's a Kia dealer listening right That's now. That's true. Guys, listen. You give, hey, you give don't me you a Kia. Don't you leave till you see us. Yeah. <laughs> you give me a Kia, listener. Yeah. I will promote Kia for the rest of this podcast. We will call this the Kia Talk About That show. We will. Sponsored by Kia. Talk yeah. about that. Sponsored by Kia. Kia. In fact, Kia Motors presents. We'll go back that. and add ads. I'll go back and reproduce all the previous episodes and re-upload them with ads in the middle. Well, that's worth it right there. Come on. Just for those people. That's going to be a lot of work for me, but yeah. I will work for this Kia. So, uh, <sighs> Well, there you go, listeners. <laughs> uh, the ball's in your court. Listeners, thank you. We actually had um, a, a new patron this week, and oh, that's uh, nice. you know people are, are still helping us out there. So you can check out our Patreon page at our website. Talk about that podcast dot com. Yeah, there actually is. Uh, we're meeting with some exciting partners right now on some things, uh, both in guest world and in sort of taking the podcast to new uh, platforms. Uh, so exciting things coming with the podcast as you guys look into 2022. Yeah, are we kicking around the idea of maybe making this a video podcast? There may be some video components that begin to be added, yeah. And old episodes would you be... Putting the episodes on YouTube, perhaps? Yeah, the old episodes would just exist Do without... Do people want to see us? I don't know. And how's that going to work? I mean... Do we put like a camera on me and a camera on you and then their voice activated? Maybe. Or is it edited after the fact? Uh, I don't we know. We interrupt each other a lot, so there'd be a lot of like, it would like, like a lot of cutting in. Maybe yeah. it goes to a third shot. Yeah. That's it's just, just a, a wall. wall. <laughs> or do we need to sit closer together, like around a table? Like you see <sighs> podcasts where they're sitting like at the same table on either side of it. See, because I'm at my desk right now and you're on the couch. Yeah. And this works for us. Yeah. We kind of want to get any. Well, this is kind of a. Did we start this before COVID? I'm trying to remember when we started sitting this far from each other. Yeah, this is before COVID. Okay. Yeah. Because this is probably about the right distance for non-transmission. But we're in a room with the door closed. Yeah. The deal is, I always turn on the fan and the uh, HVAC, and we have HEPA filters in the building. Did I tell you I had an antibodies test done? Because I'm trying to decide whether I want to get the booster, and my buddy's like making this argument of like, don't go get the booster if you don't know you need it, because there is a risk of whatever. And I was like, well, look, I don't believe that, but okay. You're right. There's a point whatever percent of people who have bad reactions from the vaccine. If I don't need a booster, why go? So I went and like at my own expense got this uh, antibodies test and it gives you an actual number. And evidently my number is like off the charts, crazy high. Already high without the booster. Right. So I still have like over 2,500 and they said like five to 600 
is a great number. Where'd you get your test dog? Uh, LabCorp in Walgreens. Okay. Schedule it myself. It costs 40 bucks or whatever. Okay. So that's the is thing you can do. Is it a finger prick or a lab draw? It's a lab draw. Oh. So that's the thing you can do. And I was like, well, now I just know, A, I know why I haven't gotten COVID because I have great antibodies. And also it gives me more confidence of like, I can, so we can sit on the same side of the desk from each other. And I'm like, all right, even if John is, if John does have the plague, yeah. I am impervious. I'm a superhero. <laughs> Invincible. I feel like the Captain America coming out of the injection. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm, I'm Steve Rogers, dude. The, the, compar- compar- the comparisons are made a lot. That's right. <laughs> right. I've constructed a shield for myself. <laughs> People are giving me weird looks. It's weird. It's okay. It's yeah, worth it. It's all right. Yeah. No, but it's kind of cool. I don't. I didn't know that was even a thing. But I was like, all right. So it's good to know that. So now I'll just. But here's the other thing. You got to know now when your number dips and you don't know when it's going to dip. So like mm. maybe two months from now, now I'm in the four hundreds. I have no idea. Right. So should I have just gotten the, I don't know. Uh, we can talk about it later. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm debating the same thing right now. Whether yeah. it's time for the booster. Cause we're only like seven months out. Well, the deal is if you have Moderna though, they said it gives you extended with your two shots. Yeah. You're still more than a Pfizer with three. Right. That's the, 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 whatever the, the metric These is. Poor Pfizer people. The Pfizer, you know, if you get the booster, we still have more with our two, whatever that number is. Just, I don't know what it was. My wife's screaming right now. <laughs> She's like, use the right words, dummy. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the words, John. All I know is I'm invincible. And that was good to know. It was good to find out from a medical clinician that th- like, hey, by the way, uh, you can't be defeated. I think, Johnny, actually even a small breeze. <laughs> no. Invincible. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a little, little uh, Simpson reference there for all yeah. of you listeners. It's a so, deep cut from The Simpsons. Yeah, it really was so good. Hey, guys, though, you know what else is good? It's all the deep cuts that you can go back and listen to of our podcast. Over 80 archived episodes. 180. 190 almost. Well, way over 80. Johnny then. doesn't know how many, guys. Yeah. Technically, 180 is over 80. That is true. So It was over 80. Over 80 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go back and listen to those. Uh, leave us comments. Send us questions. We'd love to talk about the things that you want to talk about on the air uh, when we can. And uh, make sure you check out all of Johnny's socials and uh, leave him reviews and all yeah, those things. Yeah, some tour dates coming up. Uh, go check out John's book, uh, com. Yeah. That'll help him out. Leave a review for that book as well. Yeah, and, thanks uh, to all of you who've done that. Leave ratings, leave reviews on, on all of it, especially on Johnny's Tribar, by the way. That's do that. Yeah, that helps me because I'm cut in on the, uh, resi- what they call residuals, royalties yeah. Yeah. of the Tribar. So once we reach a certain point, like, I start getting money. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. Because you like eating... Enjoy it. Hang your work from time to time. Hey, guys, thank you. We hope you've enjoyed our time. We'll see you next week on Talk About That. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus. So ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.